0: Have you ever seen a grown man naked?
1: Gentlemen,
4: you can't fight in here. This is
1: the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior?
4: It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks show.
0: Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from lovely Sacon Drive? Is that how you pronounce it? S-A-C-O-N-N? I don't know. Here in the beautiful city of burlington north carolina we're no longer in oz scott whittington i guess not i guess not hey it's thursday march 9th in the year of the lord 2023 this is episode 818 of the brian hanks show presented by our good friends over at lenore community college my co hosts john dawson and jonathan massey they'll be joining me at the end of the first hour today for the birthday game but we have another great show for you today. Here in our first hour, we're going to be joined by our regular Thursday guest. He's a voice of University of Mount Olive athletics and the Down East Wood Ducks. It's the effervescent Shane Albee. and yes, Brett Kennedy, I spelled effervescent right on the first try. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of you. you. You look proud of me. I, 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 I noticed you. Hey, you did the little head tilt of you know yeah yeah yeah, there you go hey we're going to talk uh umo sports some acc tournament just whatever comes up when we get uh shane up here on the show with us in our second hour we're going to be joined on the spence automotive guest line by the voice of uh high school basketball right here on 960 the bull and 960 the com. the great harlan neal he's up here in the piedmont triad for the acc tournament is one of the biggest duke fans we know we're going to talk blue devils with him maybe even throw in some high school sports too we'll just see what comes up but joining me my co-host my guest co-host here in uh in uh this, this plush well-lit hotel room slash studio i was gonna yeah. see if you're
3: gonna say anything to that. i was gonna say I, well, I, I didn't know if you were leading me into. It, but, uh, I was,
0: but but it's brad kennedy yeah. uh the sports director for wcti abc 12 he is yeah. joining us and
3: Dude, uh, dude, it's kind of cool hanging out with you, man. It's been a minute that I've been yeah. back on your show. Yeah, um, it's it's funny because the first time I was ever on your show was back in 2020 when the uh, the tournament was last year in Greensboro, and of course we all know how that went down. That it was crazy. The the week just ended midweek in and February and uh, on Wednesday, and they just gave the, the the trophy to the one seed Florida State. And I remember them going, "This is weird." And it was it was fun, yeah you know, <laughs> Were I you get, on the floor for that? I was okay I was and it was just bizarre to have the commissioner walk out and go well that's it like so but I interviewed some fans yesterday uh, that were there that week and now they're back and they just said man it's it's crazy to look back then and then now and go we're almost back to normal now we got it back in uh in Greensboro what an
0: an insane couple of days those were like you said uh, that's the first time you ever came on the show well I tell yeah. you, let me introduce i gotta also introduce uh, he's the son of Kenston, he's a former sports information director for lenore community college and a man who has far out kicked his coverage in the girlfriend department I think you would agree with all three of those, right? Do you have that written down? <laughs> yes,
2: I do. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs>
0: hey, dude, I'm hey, i, I I'm, I'm not a TV guy like uh, the guy over there to your you right. You really have that written down? I do You know what? That yeah, hey, 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 hats off to you. <laughs> I came prepared. Yeah, I have to use a script, man. I mean, sometimes.
2: Well, usually when people say that, I'll kick my coverage. I say, well, just call me Justin Tucker.
0: Yeah, there you go. Mm, but there you uh, go. Scott Whittington, Scott <laughs> there Whittington there joining go. me. So that's kind of neat. The next two days, uh, starting today, uh, we, we've been promising all week we're up here at the acc tournament but have brett kennedy from channel 12 got scott whittington from uh i don't do just the eighteen thousand things that you do dude let's I name them well <laughs> i can't wait to talk to you about you were at the elon ecu baseball yeah. game yesterday but let's save that let's save that right. i want to get back to brett over here for a second about uh not only brett did we lose uh not only did we lose uh the tournament life really kind of just stopped right there for what for two months three months maybe yeah
3: three months and uh i almost got furloughed at my job and it, no way uh, it was it was bizarre i had to be a news reporter for like three and a half months and well there I, were no
0: sports going there was on no
3: sports going on yeah. and I, I would wake up half the time going i wonder what i'm even gonna cover today so yeah. i had to luckily work was able to find me enough stuff to get through that period but that was a very dark period period and did not have football that fall. Yeah. I was just yeah thank goodness that the last dance documentary came out when it did because yeah. that got us through a lot of dark times. But uh yeah, I just remember those those three and a half, four months, those were brutal, brutal yeah. times.
0: They really were, but and it all kind of started right here. Well I was about saying we're not in Greensboro because I like to be at school. We're technically in Burlington right now, yeah. but we're about twenty miles away from uh Actually, 17.69 miles away from the Greensboro Coliseum. Exactly. Uh, we're being accurate over <laughs> there here. There you okay. go. All right. 0.69. But uh, <laughs> oh, Nice. Nice <laughs> indeed. Of course. Uh, but, uh, like I said, we are uh, live and in color from uh, a, an unmarked hotel room in the Grayler Burlington area. There's, you know there are four Biscuitvilles in Burlington, gentlemen? Well, one of them will see me today. Yeah. So, Sarah, are we going to go to
3: all four? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we'll do me a Biscuitville
0: tour. That would be awesome. Hey, we'll get hash browns at one. We'll get a super biscuit, ultimate biscuit at another that kind of thing they're not even a sponsor but you know what i love me some Biscuitville. And the too. last
3: one we'll dine and dash at
2: you're to
0: get a message from jason Brown about that one <laughs> oh i know i know it's all good it's all good hey uh as mentioned i want to jump right into this uh, the acc tournament like i said underway right now uh and man we yesterday was a lot of fun brett i mean you're up here for channel 12 and uh just uh man some great games yesterday and i just want to go ahead and dive right into them if that's all right uh the first one i don't think either one of us were this but man it had some long-term impacts but uh wake forest the eight seed uh they defeat syracuse the nine seed 77 to 74 syracuse loses not only the game brett to they they are 17 and 15 now but they also lose jim Bayham uh the head basketball coach who I didn't even come to that game because I was like, ah, you know, it's just yeah. going to be. I figured Wake was going to win. I picked Wake to win, but yeah. had no idea just the historical impact. If I would have known, I'll say this, and I think you would probably say the same thing, Brett. If I'd have known that was Jim Beheim's last game, I probably would have come to the game. Would you?
3: Yeah, that would have been nice to see because, again, uh, we were talking about this before the show. Beheim is right up there with Coach K and Roy Williams. Iconic iconic ACC coaches. Um, but I think he wanted to kind of just drift off into the limelight here. I think he wanted this all along and not to have everybody go, oh, this is the last game. We're going to have all this coverage for it. I think he wanted it to be normal, as normal as possible. Um, it, it's He's got nothing left to prove, and uh, yeah. I wish him best of luck going forward. But, yeah, it's just crazy that, uh, that, that it ended the way that it did. And we were talking before the show, I almost thought he was going to leave last year when his sons graduated, Buddy Bayheim and uh, the other one there that was on the team.
0: Little brother uh, Boeheim.
3: Little home. brother, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, but uh, yeah, he hung on for one more year and... Uh, New era coming for Syracuse basketball. It's going to be weird, weird to look at.
0: As someone who sees as many behind-the-scenes stuff as you do and the pressers that you go to and everything, I guess my question is, it is so amazing that in the presser, I was listening to it on the radio on the way here, Listen to the post-game presser, and uh, someone asked him the question of, hey, is it somehow, I guess they had got out there, is this your last game? And he goes, well, I don't think so. It's up to the folks at Syracuse. And then within an hour after him saying those words – not only do they tell you, hey, congratulations, happy retirement, they've already got his replacement ready, so, Brett.
3: Meaning that that might have been somebody in Syracuse was going, Okay, <coughs> like time to leave now. Yeah. So but uh it's 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 sad to to see it end the way that it did, but uh no, no, Beheim it, is no, always and let
0: me tell you something, dude. We're ACC people here, man. I've yeah. not I've not liked Beheim since he got there. <laughs> well, and it it's specifically about Greensboro. He has always been an anti Greensboro person. Yeah and yeah. his you know and always will take shots remember the waffle house comment he made several years ago i mean that you know if you want fine dining in greensboro the only oh, fine dining is at the waffle man. house
3: yeah so he yeah. was probably more uh, more tuned to like brooklyn having the having the oh, tournament yeah. up there and i can i can get why that would uh, that would cause some, some displeasure amongst the fans there but uh yeah it's just crazy to see that uh new era coming for for syracuse and they already have his replacement ready so
0: Oh, by the way, I'm supposed to say Greg Clemens is listening right now, okay? Hey, Pete, one thing you'll learn... Everybody messages me during the during the show, and I'll just jump right in the middle of something. But he said, uh, "Brett had a fine looking lady sitting by him last night from the picture he put on Twitter." Oh
3: God! So that, yeah, that was that was just a friend of mine. She works at our Green, Greensboro station. She is married, Greg. Just Calm down. Uh, but uh, no, that's uh, she and I are good friends. We were actually we worked at competitor stations in Montana, and uh, now we what are, the hell? Yeah, and, so, and you end and up now, in North Carolina. Now we're both in North Carolina. Carolina. Carolina but now we're affiliate stations, so now we help each other out. It's funny how life works. But uh, I actually saw another friend of mine that I knew from Montana last night that was covering Virginia Tech that I had not seen in years. So the media world is very small, and it's uh, you run into people sometimes. It's crazy.
0: It sounds like the Montana Mafia.
3: It might be. <laughs> it might be. If I see both of them again today, we're going to all three have to take a picture, which would be awesome.
0: That is but. awesome. That voice, that's Brett Kennedy, WCTI ABC12 Sports Director there. Scott Whittington, you want to say something about Jim Boeheim.
2: Oh, yeah. um, you know, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to that. But, good riddance.
5: Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, how I feel. <laughs> I mean,
2: I mean, ha- Brett, I'm serious. I, I know, mean, that, yeah. that that's how I feel. Good, good day sir. That's what I have to say. Yeah. But uh you know, like Brett said, he was he was uh when you think ACC basketball coaches, you think of Beheim K Roy and and NCAA coaches at that. You think yeah. one of the first names you think of uh he did a great job at Syracuse, of course. That's all I'm going to say say about him. Um,
3: Won a national championship with yeah, Carmelo. I I'll, I'll let Brett so. do all that right there. But,
2: uh, <laughs> but now I was going to say, talking about Bayheim versus Greensboro. Someone on Media Row yesterday wore a shirt that said uh, Greensboro versus Bayheim. <laughs> no way! Wow. Yes, and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, <laughs>
0: he's not real popular around here, yeah, and uh, yeah. but he, again. You have to respect the career. You yeah. have to respect uh, what he did. I just, the thing that I guess that I quasi respected him for, Brett, was that just his marriage and his just dedication to the 2 3 zone defense. You got to give him credit for that. When everybody else was, uh, I think about K, Coach K, who was just the man to man guy. Yeah. You know, even Dean. Dean would uh, adapt to whatever he needed to adapt to. But Boeheim just stayed married a hundred percent to that zone. You never saw him go man to man.
3: No, no, he was so committed to what he was doing and, and it was successful. Yeah. It's, it's almost one of those, you know what we're doing? Try to stop it deals. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was just an old school guy and you don't, you don't see that much anymore and just kind of dedicated to his craft. And This is what we do. Try to stop it. And, um, but yeah, he just didn't want to, didn't want to change. And, and it worked for him for the longest time. So,
0: well, that was the first game of the day. <laughs> I can't believe we talked that long about it. wake forest Syracuse, but when someone retires, uh, the way, and again, some, I wish I could, I tried to find the tweet this morning cause I thought I'd retweeted it last night, but, uh, it was, it was a meme of, uh, of uh Beham saying you know it's up to Syracuse, and then uh, below it was like the uh, the orange the syracuse <laughs> orange saying. Bye bye. <laughs> you know that's, funny.
2: that's that's one of the funniest looking mascots. I hope I see him today. You will see. him? Well, I don't know
0: unless they do like a game or something since they're, since yeah. they're out now. Yeah, uh,
3: since they're out now, they're uh, they're right that Syracuse Orange ranks up there with like the Western Kentucky Hilltopper is like <laughs> one of the best mascots of all time.
0: That's awesome. So. Okay, that was the opening game yesterday, and then the uh, second game of the day. Uh, I, actually, a very competitive Georgia Tech came to play yesterday against Pitt. An 89-81 victory for the Panthers, though Georgia Tech finishes fifteen and eighteen. Pitt goes on to face Duke. Any thoughts on that, Brett?
3: Uh, so actually, I was uh, I didn't see any of this game. I was actually in editing, but uh, yeah, Pitt they finish uh, they're, they're twenty two and ten now. They've had a good season. Oh, yeah. um, I think they're just playing a Duke team today that uh they're going to run right into a buzzsaw saw there but uh you got to give Pitts some credit uh that was uh that was a gutsy performance to come back and uh and take down Georgia Tech in the first round and uh moving on now to play Duke today.
0: Very good and uh we'll get to the previews here in a little bit but man how about the University of North Carolina? They knew coming in. I had Trez on the show what you know we have him uh every Tuesday here on Tuesdays with Trez. And he echoed what Armando Baycott said following the Duke loss uh, this past Saturday. He said, listen, we, we're, we've got the mindset, this is what Trez said, we've got the mindset of we've got to win all four games this week. We don't want to go 3-1. and one. We don't want to go 2-1. and one. We know we need to go 4-0. and oh. I tell you what, <laughs> 85-61 to against uh, Boston College, no trouble whatsoever. And Trez plays 11 minutes in the game and just uh, just had a great game yesterday.
3: Yeah, got uh, had five points off the bench. Uh, had a nice three, and then a nice dunk in the second half. That dunk, dude. So that was that was pretty awesome to see him get some playing time. But yeah, UNC was shooting the ball out of the gym, especially in the first half. Caleb Love and RJ Davis just firing away from three, and uh, Caleb Love finishing with twenty two points. RJ had eighteen, and um, if UNC wants more consistency and, and wants better chances to win these games. They, they need consistent performances out of those two guys right there, and especially with uh, Armando Baycott now on this shaky ankle that he just rolled yesterday. But he came back in and played uh, in the second half, but uh, I don't think he scored in the second half. So uh, that's going to be a big factor to watch uh, going forward for the Tar Heels.
0: Absolutely, and they have a, a huge game today against uh, America's team, against the God-fearing Hoos uh, of the University of Virginia. That game is tonight, and I tell you what, let's uh, let me look at my clock here. We're in pretty good shape. Tell you what, let me uh, let's play this audio that you're going to hear a lot of Brett Kennedy uh, of here. Uh, our interviews last night in post game with uh, Dontre Styles.
5: It's almost the end of the season, not the end of the season. So it's, it's been a while, but you know, I just kept you know progressing and getting better. And
3: obviously last year you had big performances in those NCAA tournament games. How was that sort of, I guess, motivated you as you enter the postseason
5: this year? I just know that you know I can do it. You know, last last year in March and I had a, I had a very good March and I'm just trying to you know carry, carry it to this March and continue on building
3: of you being a Kinston kid, uh, having the ACC tournament in Greensboro for the first time ever, what was it like being out there tonight and playing in Greensboro?
5: Man, you know, it feels great, man. You know, back in you know school, the teachers would like, come out with the TV and watch it during school. So me just growing up a you know in-state kid and watching that the tournament, and now me being, having the opportunity to come out here and play in it, it's a blessing, man. I thank God. How uh, how'd that dunk feel? It feels great, man. I've been waiting for one. It feels great. <laughs> There's
1: a, a lot of complications throughout this season but you guys
5: kind of backed into a corners. That almost kinda of free you up to feel that the only way you can go is forward? Uh yeah, um that's the that's the biggest thing just going forward and now, you know, think about the past, and you know, just going forward, keep getting better, keep progressing. These
0: last three games for you, uh really come out and show what you can do. what has it meant to you to be slowing in the last three
5: games? Uh it feels great, man, you know, just having the opportunity, you know, just doing good with the opportunities to keep building. And that's my that's my main focus right now. Every time I get the opportunity, just keep building, you know, and help this team get over the hump and get to the postseason.
3: As you keep progressing, Trez, year after year, do you learn something about yourself as your journey continues on here and go and see what have you
5: learned about yourself this year, if you could in one thing? That I'm, a, that I'm a tough guy, you know, I can, I can handle adversity. And that's the biggest thing with me, just, you know, Everything's gonna come and go. Is how you handle it. I feel like I handled it well, all this year and last
0: year. And I'm telling you that last question there. Uh, well, what four of the questions that you heard there were from uh, Brett Kennedy and I, I want to. I, I love that, and I'm not just saying this because you're sitting here across from me. If you weren't even on the show today, I would have brought up that I, I love the way you set that up and you, you ask him to just self-analyze himself. And we're talking about Trez here. Uh how satisfied were you with that answer that he gave that he he is he has discovered that he's tougher
3: than he thought he was. He's Kinston tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. As they as they say. Yeah, But uh no, I mean he Kinston's or uh, Dontrez Throughout his entire career, really, he's been injured, and he's gone through ups and downs. And from high school, now in college, struggling to find playing time. And um, I, I just, it's, it's crazy to me. Like his journey has been so crazy, but it's been great to see him uh, get more playing time as the, the the last couple games here, and hopefully, he gets more playing time as if if North Carolina continues this this winning streak that they have. But uh, he he just has to. Because that that North Carolina team's got a lot of great athletes. He has to be patient. His time will come, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he just he he has to he has to know, and he knows this. He's he's surrounded by a really good team, and sometimes the best the best way for UNC to win in certain situations he has to be on the bench, but he will come in and show what he has to do at times. But uh, yeah, it's just his his entire story has just been wild and fun to watch. Uh, and hopefully, uh hopefully it continues to, to, to only spiral up from here.
0: Absolutely. So. That's Brett Kennedy. Uh Scott. We'll we'll I tell you what, we'll delve more into in our second hour. We'll talk more about Trez a little bit. We'll probably play that sound again. And uh we're gonna talk more about the AC but I do wanna get the last result from last night, dude. Talk about North Carolina teams looking good in the ACC tournament, uh, Scott. Uh, NC State last night, 97-77 over those godless hordes from uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah, you know, I'm not a, I'm a Virginia guy. So, wait wait a minute, wait a minute. You, Homer. Wait a minute, wait a minute.
3: Oh, said, yes, I forgot about the <laughs> lovely tattoo.
0: <laughs> yes, I just flashed my tattoo at him. <laughs> but 97-77, uh, NC State over Virginia Tech, and I'm telling you, man, State looked as good
2: as they have looked all season long last night, Scott. They have. Um, I sat here and watched most of it here. Um, Jaquavion Smith, 30 yeah. points. Yeah. Oh, my. The kid's a baller. Uh, that that team played great basketball last night. They're hungry. They're they're trying to lock up that tournament spot oh, I
0: I think they already had it
2: going into last night. I think even if they
0: lost last night, yeah. Brett, I think they were going. But I agree with what Scott just said. I think they absolutely, even if they lose tonight, which I hope they don't, we're pulling for them against Clemson, but uh, I really think that uh, they're in even if they lost tonight, don't you?
3: They're an electric team, and uh, they just they came on the scene this year. They had all those transfers, DJ Burns and Jarkel yeah. Joyner. Those might be two of the best transfers NC State's ever had. I mean, those guys have totally changed the program around in a, in a team before the season that... You really didn't know what you had because they lost so many guys from from last year graduating and transfers and Kevin Keats going on the the hot seat and would he get fired and uh, now NC State's had this great season and uh, they've Joiner's been on the scene here yep. DJ Burns has been on the scene Terquavion still playing really well um, they've gotten some other uh, input from uh, from from Casey off the bench and uh, from some other guys Breon Pass Get some playing time. but Former uh, Reedsville star. Former Reidsville star. Reedsville Farmville Central playing on Saturday <laughs> for the state championship. Him and Turquavion button heads there in the locker room seeing who's going to win. But uh, no, this NC State team's fun to watch. Um, they've got a lot of athletic players and they fly all over the place
0: they absolutely do i tell you what joining us right now on our spence automotive guest line is uh the voice of university of mount olive athletics down he's the new i don't know if you know this or not brett but uh breaking news to you if you haven't he's you know he's the new uh voice of the down east wood ducks pa
3: Woo! congratulations man that's that's uh that's big
0: time there you go it's shane alvey joining us this morning here on the brian hanks show uh shane we're all three sitting in a hotel room uh in burlington where the hell are you uh
1: unfortunately back home in wayne county getting ready to go <laughs> to my boring job actually headed to raleigh i have to cover the an office up there but i heard you talking about the wolf pack and uh you need to uh, bring uh this big Tommy Maddox on the old broadcast team is reporting for the Wolfpack and Greg Clemens.
0: <laughs> well, Greg is listening already. He sent us a, you know a couple of messages. Oh, you know he definitely is. But uh, Shane be joining us this morning on the uh, Spence Automotive guest line. Go ahead. Beep beep. <laughs> there you go. Spence Automotive is where I get my car service, is where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone Building, next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots, Spence Automotive. Beep, beep. <laughs> Owned by local sports riding legend Keith Spence is open Monday through Saturday at 730 AM. a uh, Spence Automotive. takes care of all your car care needs i don't know what brett what do you think about this brett this is a good ad right yeah i was gonna say they better pay you guys the big bucks for (laughs) this one uh they take care of all your care car care needs also sells great tires too give keith a call at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires tell him the brian hank show and shane alby sent you so shane i don't know where we're gonna go today with uh umo out of uh uh out of the basketball realm right now i know they've got a great uh baseball going so what do you think uh we'll, we'll go heavy acc tournament here hey you can go wherever you want to brian i love it uh well <laughs> uh did you how much did you get a chance to watch some of the games yesterday
1: uh i did not i caught the highlights man you know i live in my own world and uh we right we're 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 sick into baseball right now with mount olive and softball so yeah. those are that's really kicked in and of course um We're less than a month away from Wood Ducks Baseball, and uh, everybody's talking about the home opener on April 6th, and for years I've always screamed it from the rooftop, like, yeah, but on uh, Tuesday, April 4th, the Wood Ducks are going to take on the Mount Olive Trojans.
0: And, dude, it's always a game I have so much fun with. i got to ask you, dude, with you being – you talk about – talking out of both sides of your mouth or uh, yep. living out of both sides of your head, as we know you do, Shane Albee. <laughs> And I say that as a compliment. <laughs> I say that as a compliment, of course. But Hey,
1: you know, that's the same That's the same laugh you have when you're walking through the East Carolina parking lot, and I'll leave it at that. What?
3: <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> um, Anyone yes. who yeah. I've seen those Snapchats.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, I don't just put it out on my story. I send it directly to Shane Alby because he get, he get, it tickles him every time I do that. Okay. By the way, I got to tell you, you Shane, uh, well, we're we're gonna get to the UMO slash dude thing here in a second. How many? If I set the over under at six and a half cats that uh, Shane Albee owns, would you take the over or the under? Brett Kennedy, six
3: and a half. Six and a half. He owns half a cat. <laughs> no, um, no. If I set the over I under, know, at six I, know, and half. I know. I know. I'll take the over. If you're gonna, if that's kind of a random random number for cats. I'll I'll say over here.
1: Shane, he is a brilliant man. <laughs> Woo! How many do you have? I have a baseball team. Oh. I've got, I can, I can feel the starting nine. Wow. Can I get aggravated
2: with the two y'all have. I couldn't do that. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Huh. It, they, they may cool not,
2: snaps. Go ahead, Shane.
1: Yeah. They may not stay on the field. You know, you might be in the, you know, one ball, two <laughs> strikes. And there goes the right fielder out into the litter box. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're Absolutely. It's a, it, it's crazy how it happens. You just don't. You just wake up one morning and go, we need nine cats. We don't have enough. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it just, all of a sudden, it's just like, and of course, I've lost a couple in the last couple of years, so technically it was as high as, it's been as high as 11 or 12. And, wow. you know, that's why, why do you think when Janelle Bullock Fitch, or is it Jeanette <laughs> Fitch, when she, when she bursts into the press box, ready to rip somebody's head off and she's, and she's looking around, she kind of gives me a pass.
2: You yes, know I mean? she yeah. Yeah.
1: She kind of looks over me like, you know, like you're good, you
2: know, <laughs> because you, because you, you go. have all these cats. That's why she does that. <laughs> well,
0: that's what I always like to say when I you know when people, you know, when I talk to people about you, Shane, I'm like, you know, hey, he's the king of University of Mount Olive. I mean, he does all their PA for all their sports Brett. it. Uh, like I said, he was my backup last year for the Wood Ducks. He's the number one guy for the Wood Ducks this year. He uh, does Friday night football on a, on, a, on a station up there in Wayne County. He But number one though, when I think about you, Shane Albby, this one, you're a friend to animals.
1: Yes you know it's because like I was saying a week, a couple of weeks ago or a week, you know, it's just ironic because you know I believe in generational curses, and here's what I mean. My dad hated cats. you know he grew up absolutely hating cats and uh, I could give you some of his um, analogies, but this is a family show, but, uh, <laughs> but, but he, uh, so I did too. It was weird. I could walk into the room and I could just be like, I hate you and I don't know why, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, I I told you on, on the on the police academy where Steve Gutenberg goes over like, hey, you ready to get the day started? And the guy's like, Bunky, how many times I gotta tell you the litter box, as he's clearing out, as he's just spooning out, you know, the cereal. You know, and it's just, I was like, note to self, do not ever own a cat. You know what I mean? And like they say, you do not own cats. And somewhere in the galaxy, Janelle is nodding with approval. Um, they own you.
0: Well, there you go. Hey, as I warned you, Brett, people message into the show throughout the show. Ricky Whaley. Uh, you'll love this, Shane. Ricky Whaley. Yeah, Ricky Whaley said, uh, you can now do the voice of the Roadrunner with the beep beep.
1: I actually had that sound effect meep, meep, when, uh, I'll throw it on. I'll throw it on when, uh, when people steal bases, you know, and, uh, am uh, like, like, well, like my favorite one to do right now when the great Trojans steal a base is uh the uh the theme from Top Gun when they're like I feel the need need for speed or I'll throw on one from our era when Nicolas Cage in uh, Raising Arizona says uh, I'll be taking these Huggies and uh, whatever cash you got but I'll throw on Meet Meep right behind it too and you'll hear the crowd repeat it they'll be like Meet Me meep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa whoa what do they sound like Meet Meep. meep. <laughs> Brett, do you see why I don't have to drink coffee on Thursday mornings?
1: Oh yeah. I mean,
0: I, I feel so energized right
3: now already. So yeah.
1: Look, I also know why I also know why they keep me to 20 20 20 25 minutes because because it's overload. I get it.
0: Man, I love you Shane Albee. Shane Albee, again. Uh, he's our uh, every thursday morning guest dude i didn't even play your walk-up music man what kind of a, uh it's all right you just have to walk me out with it uh, yeah i'll walk you out with it uh, would you like to get Oh, knowing what you know now about shane alvey now don't say anything scott knowing what you now know uh brett kennedy about shane alvey what do you think his walk-up music is
3: oh well that's you're not even gonna give me any hints dude um, what did
0: he just talk about hold on hold on we'll, we'll have to play a little bit of it here there you go oh Cat scratch Fever. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say it has to be related
1: to cats. Yeah, so. you, you know it.
3: Oh, we
1: That's we have funny. to get
3: you
0: like a uh, what's the name of that band, Pussycat dolls? Josie and the pussycat doll. Yeah, something yeah, like, like that. Something yeah.
1: like yeah.
0: that. Okay. They, maybe, well they were
1: there yeah, the pussycat dolls and Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay, uh catch us up a little bit. you uh, are our UMO uh, guy, Shane Alby. Uh well,
1: I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, bro. Well, I'll, I'm glad you asked, Brian. Um, I tell you, it's you know how this is. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I feel like basketball season went longer than it should, but then ended abruptly. You know what I mean? Um, and so now, you know, like the other day, I'm getting my hair cut, and the hairstylist is like, "All right, who's next?" And I'm like, "Come on, Newski." You know what I mean? So I still feel like I have to get some of that out. Like, did you just call me Newski? I'm like, I sure did. Um, but, but no, we're baseball season, you know, it always starts in early February and Mount Olive baseball is like 13. We're 13 and four and the bats are finally are, are electric. They have, we were wondering like, what's wrong with this lineup? But coach Rob Watke, you know, he's, it's always a good sign when you establish that lineup really early on and, and they have, and they keep the same lineup, you know, and uh good God, they exploded against the, uh, Wingate Bulldogs a couple of days ago, 18 to four, uh it just hit hit like three or four home runs you know in the game it was just even guys that haven't hit a home run hit one out like what you know well but, and, yeah, and, doing and I know it's
0: a small sample size and this i do want you to delve into this a little bit here shane but i know it's a small sample size but 13 and four were only what that's a well that's a third of the way into the season i guess how good how good is this trojans team this trojans baseball team and and what what do you see for them down the road
1: well, you know, we honestly don't know, but what we're seeing is a lot of good a lot of good signs early on, you know, um but then the real test, I mean, they went down to Florida this last weekend and played Flagler and took 2 out of 3 in the one game they they scored over 35 runs in 3 games. And wow. the one loss they did, they lost 11 to 10. It was just a game that got away. From him, but come to find out, our closer was serving a two-game suspension. My guess is he uttered a word during a game that the umpire heard—that the four-letter word that rhymes with Chuck. You know, uh, that, that, uh, duck. Or, or let me, let me, let me, let me, let me a minute, wait, 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 wait a minute, duck, duck, duck. duck. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> He was talking about the Wood Ducks. But, yeah, yeah. He, but so he and so it was like, man, you know, people don't realize what an impact you have on the team because in that 11-10 to 10 game, the lead changed hands so many times. You know, we would bring a guy in and he'd blow a lead. And it's like, thanks a lot, buddy. You know what I mean? It's like you don't realize. But, hey, that's that's baseball. But they're, they're looking good. The, the, the showdown's coming with North Greenville, the end of the they're, – they're number one in the country still. They, they've been number one the whole year. Mount Olive just moved up from 12 to number five. And that's not taking into consideration beating number 14 Wingate.
0: And beating so, them the way they did. I mean, it wasn't just yeah. they beat number 14 Wingate 5-4. to four. They beat them
1: 18-4. Well, the interesting thing about that, and we also beat Catawba in the midweek um, a couple of weeks ago, um, Last, we typically don't win those midweek games against schools like Wingate and Catawba. We don't. Yeah, You know, our focus has always been on those weekend series and winning the conference, but... Um, when you've got some, you got some guys that could step up and throw quality innings against quality teams like that. That shows you that when you get in a tournament, you know you can call on those guys. You know when you're having to play as many, believe it or not, as three games in one day. Wow! I mean that that's that's actually happened to the Trojans due to weather, where they've had to come back and be like, Game two will resume at eight o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? And then you're then you're playing an elimination game at twelve noon. I mean it's just ridiculous how Mount Olive's actually got the short end of the stick in the last couple of conference tournaments like that so i know that that's been a focus in recruiting over the last few years for coach rob watt Is just to get the that's what was that's why we were able to win it we we're so strong in 08 as we had those guys like paul novicki who could step up and you know plug a hole when your starter got knocked out or you had to play more than one game or you were in a no god forbid you get in a loser's bracket holy mule yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well let
0: me ask you this and again that voice you're listening to is our regular thursday guest here on the brian hanks show it's our good friend Shane Albee. What What are the strengths of this team? I mean, it looks like they can win close games, uh, you know, the the two-to-one. Uh, there's a couple of two-to-one wins, but they can also put some runs on the board, too. What would you say is a strength, and who are a couple of those players that uh, that really stood out so far for Mount Olive?
1: Well, the strengths, obviously, are top five, man. Those guys can swing it. And um, our cleanup hitter is a guy named J.T. Stone. Believe it or not, this guy – um, he actually joined the team in 2000 and 2017, 2018, wow. 2018. Uh, lost the year due to COVID. Then left. He left. He had an opportunity to play a senior season in 2021, and elected to go into the National Guard. Um, he is a uh, Division One transfer, played at Miami of Ohio. Um, could be, could be the best hitter in all of Division Two baseball. Wow. A left-handed hitter with power raise the ball to all fields. I mean, he's just really good. Anybody listening knows who I'm talking about. Um, just now starting to get his groove, you know what I mean? Oh, just yeah. now starting to see the ball and hit the ball. And they say, when we played up at Catawba, man, he was just hitting bombs out of the, in batting practice. I mean, this guy, and he's surrounded by guys like Vito Paterno, a former dirtbag, and uh, Jack Casparo, who's uh, played at Southern Wayne, who's a senior in just unbelievable power batting in the Mount Olive, Rob Watts philosophy. He likes to bat power guys in the leadoff spot. So he likes to, he likes to bat a really fast guy in the nine hole. So we see a lot of nine one, two scenarios when they come in, the nine hole hitter gets on and now you've got to face five tough guys. And to try to go through that lineup four and five times in a, in a game is, you know, it's pretty tough. So, um, and our starting pitching is starting to really come on. We've got a couple of – we've got a Coastal Carolina transfer. We've got an LSU transfer. Um, and, of course, Caleb Irwin, he's another one that's been there forever. You could call him Uncle Caleb. Uh, and it, we're, we haven't even got our ace back. where He's due to come back any day, Hunter Stevens. Um, this guy had Tommy John surgery. And let me just tell you, that's a strikeout pitcher. In a nine-inning game, he's going to strike out 12, 13, 14 guys. I mean, he is nasty. Um, wow. But you'll never see those guys – When we play the Wood Ducks, you'll never see those guys because we're going to be just coming out of that North Greenville series and we'll we'll, we'll have gone all in against them. You know, so I remember the great Carl Lancaster. I always used to ask him, who are you going to throw against the Kinson Indians? He'd be like, whoever's left.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the neat thing about that, too, is for folks that come out to that game, you'll see a lot of pitchers and you'll see a lot of pitchers on both sides. I mean, uh, the Wood Ducks will end up throwing – Probably five or six guys, at least five or six guys. You guys will throw a, a pitcher an in inning, and sometimes even two. If a pitcher gets in trouble, you will right. throw two pitchers in inning. I remember one year, it were eleven or twelve uh, Trojans that that uh, threw against the Kinston Indians.
1: Well, I'll tell you, the year we got ringed out, one year it was 2017, the first year you guys were the Wood Ducks. We were gonna we were to throw Zach Mazingo against Jen. He got drafted by the, I want to say the Cardinals. Um, he was really good. We were looking forward to that game, but let me tell you something. Last year, I noticed in that game, the Wood Ducks played Chowan, which, by the way, that's who Mount Olive baseball travels to this weekend. Uh, who actually took a game against UNC Pembroke. So you can't underestimate the Hawks. Um, but uh, but uh, but the, the Hawks gave the Woodies a game yes, last year. Yes, they did.
0: Year. Yes, they did. And I'm
1: a, and I'm going to tell you something. The team that Mount Olive's bringing in this year is is a, is, a, is an offensive powerhouse. So I think Mount Olive's going to, on the offensive side, is going to make it a game. You know, you're going to see. Um, and we played a couple of years ago in 2018. Uh, we did um, in the first inning. We got a couple of hits in that first inning. And JT Stone was one of the guys that did. He drove like a was like a line drive to center field. I mean, so there's got some guys that, you know, because essentially these guys are the same age. You know, you're facing and Mount Olive being an elite D2 we're we're a lot of your elite D2s, We're we're made up of Division one transfers.
0: Well, do you remember two thousand eight? I had to look it up as you were talking there just to make sure I got it right. But uh, do you remember who threw against you guys in two thousand eight?
1: Well, I know I know uh, Anthony Reyes threw against us one year. Uh, it was, and uh, and uh, go ahead. And I know Cliff Lee. Cliff Lee ding, was supposed to. Ding Well, no no no. Cliff, Cliff Lee was actually. He, go ahead. I don't remember him actually throwing against. I thought that game was rained out. And then Mount Olive wanted to play it again but this time Cleveland was like nope and they called Cliff Lee up like nope you're not staying any longer you know um, what
0: I must be hallucinating then because I swear I thought it was 2008 because he went on to win the Cy Young that year in 2008 yeah. well maybe I maybe well, I remember
1: well I remember because I was I'll never forget it I was go I was with the, in, in, uh, an insurance company that Keith Spence knows all too well monumental life insurance company and and um, we were in a hotel in New Bern going training. And the game was that night, and all I could think about while the training was going on—of course, obviously everything they were sound, saying sounded like this—because <laughs> all I could think about during that training was watching the weather outside and just watching it as it poured, you know. And then people in my class are like, they "Ain't gonna play that game tonight," you know what I mean? And yeah, then, yeah. and then, uh, but I do remember in 7 Maybe because. It was 07. T- Tyler Smith, they called him Smith, he played at North Lenore, he yep. was Carter Caps' he was Carter Caps' personal catcher at Mount Olive because he caught him at North Lenore. But any time Carter was on the Mr. Carter was on the bump <laughs> um, for, for the Trojans, his catcher was Tyler Smith. Because we had another catcher, um, anyway, no wait, yeah. So uh, Smithy was explaining what it was like to catch Anthony Reyes. And at the time Anthony Reyes was the number five guy in the Indians rotation. Number five. Yeah. Um, And he was explaining, because at that time they had come up with that weird format where the Indians pitchers would pitch to the, to the, the Cliff Lee. I mean, the, the Cleveland Indian pitcher would pitch to the Kinson Indian batters, but Mount Olive would play defense. So imagine Anthony Reyes on the pump with the Trojans at defense behind him. And then vice versa, Mount Olive would pitch to our own batters with the, K-Tribe behind him on defense. It's just, that's the way, that's the way the big club wanted it.
0: Well, it was so much. He was
1: explaining how Anthony Reyes could just locate a 97-mile-an-hour curveball on the corner with precision, and it was killing Smitty's hand to catch it. (laughs) Because it was just so fast, you know what I mean? So fast and accurate.
0: Well, I'm telling you, we are only four days or four days, four weeks away, like you said, from uh, the start of the uh, Downey's Wood Duck season. Can't wait to hear you up in the up in the press box behind the PA mic. That's going to be a lot of fun this year, especially for Greg Clemens and I as we'll be sitting down there below you uh, listening to you. Listen, dude, thank you so much. Uh, let me get your prediction. Who's winning the ACC tournament, dude?
1: Hey, man, what's going with the Wolfpack, baby?
0: wow well you just make mr Clemens happy for sure too oh hold on hold on let me get you let me get your walk out music here okay uh, there we go here we go uh, uh, there you go shane Albee. thank you so much for uh joining us this morning as you always do man every thursday can't wait to talk to you next week my friend we'll be one week closer to Downey's wood ducks baseball dude
1: yes sir
0: talk to you later my friend all right, buddy. Well, That's Shane Albee. Uh, man, always, always full of energy here on the Brian Hank Show every Thursday. I tell you what, let's play the birthday game. Let's get John and Jonathan in here into uh, our, our uh, plush, well-lit hotel room, and uh, we'll uh, come back and wrap up the first hour right after that here on the Brian Hank Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Thursday, March the 9th, in the year of our Lord 2023. It is now time to play the birthday game. We are in Greensboro today, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Man, the
4: traffic in this town is nuts.
0: <laughs> it is nuts. Well, actually, in the interest of full disclosure, we're only in Burlington. We're 18 miles away from uh, Greensboro. Because I didn't want to pay $400 a night for a hotel room just, in Greensboro. Does that make me cheap?
4: You should have just rolled with it, man. Keep it simple. <laughs> you know, Get out of the tall weeds. Get back mm-hmm. on the highway. But
0: I believe in ethics. I believe in being ethical. You can say a lot of things about me. I'm full of crap. I am egotistical, but you can't say I'm not ethical, dude. Am
4: I not ethical? Massey, over to you.
6: (laughs) Dizzle! (laughs) Come on,
4: man. You got to have my back on. No, you are ethical, but I'm, you know, Burlington, you know, we could have been using this last minute to talk about (laughs) Kawiko. There you go, but we're not because we're talking about.
0: uh, I love that you guys came all the way up here to Burlington to uh, do the birthday game today.
6: And boy, are my arms tired.
0: I didn't say you flew all the way up here. Uh, you didn't say I didn't. Count Hank <laughs> sucks the blood
2: out of your yo <laughs> There
0: you go. There you go. Uh, so, uh, John Dawson, you had your eighth perfect game in the 800 and some shows that we've done here on the Brian Hank Show and Birthday Games. You, were, you won five to nothing yesterday, and uh, I'm, I'm assuming you've probably been signing autographs. You've been, uh, you know, uh, answering media calls and media inquiries and all that. I mean, you probably had women just absolutely throwing themselves at you because you had a perfect game yesterday. The reason I know all this is because this is what Jonathan says happens to him when he has a perfect game.
4: Well, he spends a lot of time at retirement communities. Yeah, (laughs)
0: Yeah,
4: he does. Some of
6: them are well off. Okay, (laughs) do what you got to do. And they're not going to be around much longer. That was a count. Hank sucks the blood <laughs> out of your jaw. You know, if he was a count, he'd be the count of Monte Crisco. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I had to give him that one. That was pretty good.
0: Hey, man. Well, you know, I'm in Burlington, so I couldn't go to the gym this morning. But, dude, I've done three days of gym this week, man. I, know.
6: I was so proud of you. I, uh, as you may recall, I brought you some uh, some little Debbie snack mm. cakes.
0: No, 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 not just some little Debbie snack cakes. Oh, these are Big Deborah
6: snack cakes.
4: <laughs> Big de- these these things have a packet of insulin with each uh, dessert. <laughs> they're double-decker hmm? and delish-us. They taste the exact same as a normal one. It's just bigger. No, no, no. They're better. No, There's it's not. Better. No,
0: they inject, like, betterness into them or
4: something. No, you're just being goofy okay
0: but dude how have you celebrated the 24 hours since uh since your perfect game yesterday
4: oh man you'll never believe it i went home and i went to bed and i went to work the next day
0: what well you know, you came here first and did the birthday show. i'm
4: considering this work <laughs> there you go i mean you drove all the way to burlington that's fine no rest for the wicked there you
0: go uh, so anyway man you got to give us a great go eco uh Uh-oh. representation here since you had a perfect game yesterday
4: well, if you want perfection in business automation, you need to go see Jacques Pasley down at Gaweco. He can take your bit. If you're selling fish out of the back of a truck, you go see Jacques, and by the end of the week, you'll you know, be hobnobbing with the people that are on Amazon and Little Debbie snack cakes and those kind of people. You'll or be Big Deborah snack cakes. Back to you, Brian. Dude, <laughs>
0: that was pretty good. Little Debbie. Oh, she's cute. Or Fat Big Deborah. <laughs> you know?
6: Oh, if your name's Deborah out there. Yeah, I, was, I was sitting <laughs> here we've thinking a, the same thing. We've got a sponsorship opportunity for <laughs> <Here>
0: you. So <laughs> go. I don't know that many Debras, though,
4: dude. If you're an insulin manufacturer, give us a call.
6: <laughs>
0: I like it. I like it. One minute. But you were talking about GoEco, but if we want to call uh, our good friend Jacques Pass, like, how do we do that, John Dawson?
4: That's
0: something you would ask Massey. Oh, Jonathan Massey. What do we do?
6: Uh, You uh, pick up the phone. Okay. And you dial. Okay. 919 no it's not it's been a while look, look 252 252 252 286 286, 286 53 53 ding 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 i got to tell you i have been i've been uh drinking <laughs>
0: dude it's like 8:45 in the morning 8:40 yeah. in the morning
6: how are um, you drinking this early uh, i have been playing uh the, these games it's called Sporkle. it's all these quiz like sport quizzes like trying to listen and my memory is now just full of useless knowledge so it's it's starting to evacuate all the good knowledge like the the fine number or the number for the fine folks over at go eco well
0: what about you know his website though, right
6: yeah uh, go eco nc.com and what is go eco.com
0: there you go those are
6: clinging on for dear life mm.
0: <laughs> there you go. so there you go uh let's see uh dizzle it's tied three days to three but with your perfect game yesterday uh you now lead you've got the uh the tiebreaker, if uh, we were to come down to the last day of the month and you guys were tied.
4: Procol Harum. Whiter shade of pale. <laughs> Some guy named, uh, not Batman, but... Gary Brooker? He's the lead singer. What are you talking about? Of Procol Harum. I don't Robin? Know. Oh, Robin Trower. Yeah. Okay.
0: Isn't he essential to, uh...
4: Yeah, I, the Batman thing threw me yeah, way Batman off. Batman and robin
0: okay. <laughs> mm. see what i did
4: there is this him singing right here robin trowers the guitar player gary brooker is the singer oh. gary brooker died a couple of years ago oh.
6: well, he Robert- was alive
4: when you and i saw purple harem if you say purple harem i'm gonna hit you with a chair
0: <laughs> i fought the urge i was just proud that i got somebody from from uh
4: Prokhal harem uh, on the show, dude, because you love Prokhal harem. It's not Arabic. The word is prokal. It's not I that hard. It? You look, but the face you made—it looked like you were trying to decipher something from ancient Arabic.
0: Oh, oh, oh! So if I said violet harem, that would be wrong. <laughs> Jonathan is watching you just to see if you'll snap, <laughs> aren't you? I see the look at look how he's looking at. I'm it. not gonna do it. It's not bad. He's just going. I really don't want to look. now. <laughs> there you go, Robin Trower. Today is his birthday. Proco Harum. Tell me a little bit about. I mean, not tell me about them. But where do they rank in? Because I know you're a big fan. I
4: don't I don't know how to rank them. They were a great band. They still put music out up until the late 2000s. Robin Trower left in uh, 70, seventy 1971, I think. But they continued. He had a big career as a solo artist. Okay. You know, they were, they got along. They just went their separate ways. Didn't he start
0: a trower of power? <laughs> okay. Uh, you didn't like my trower of power joke?
4: Well, I, you know, <laughs> since there's no guitar on this song...
0: Um, <laughs> oh, shoot. So, he didn't play in this? His then?
4: biggest radio hit, uh, Robin Trower's Bridge of Size." If you go to iTunes, it'll be the first one under his nah, name. That's all right. We'll just stay with yeah, this. Yeah, I'll just put it in later. <laughs> there you go. Robin
0: Trower of per- Procol Harum. How old is he today over there, Jonathan Parrot Dawson? 79. You say 79. What about you over there, Mizzle? 80. Ah. Oh you had gone the other way you'd have been perfect he was born March 9th in the year of the Lord 1945 so he's 78 but I tell you what dude you got to give Dizzle credit that he was only one year off I mean that was uh, that was pretty impressive if you ask me
6: well John I just want to say I'm giving you
0: nothing <laughs> there you go I live for that can I keep this playing or would you rather me turn it off
4: Well, I'm going to stick in a, a Robin Trower song in post so okay. you know that he's actually playing on
0: so he's not even playing in this whatsoever uh-uh. He's not like even doing like the tambourine. Nope. Or the kazoo.
4: There's no kazoo in the song, Brian. No. Oh.
0: Or uh, a mouth whistle. What do you A mouth. What do they call it? Mouth harp.
4: Do you hear any mouth harp, Brian? Do <laughs> you, Jonathan?
6: I might.
0: Wait a, minute, wait a minute. That's mouth harp right there, right? okay so that was Robin trower Procol Harum. you got it there uh john dawson let's go to the next I one i cannot here.
4: wait till it's bono's birthday
0: <laughs> when is
4: bono's birthday it doesn't matter it's like you don't have it
6: tattooed on your inner thigh
0: i Jeez. don't man i am so upset about it and it's a uh, what today is uh thursday march 9th so it's a week from tomorrow when they're releasing the new album they keep Sneaking out these songs one at a time. I sent
4: you an article last night that kind of describes what's going on with them.
0: I'm not a fan. Bonnell's birthday. Is, oh, it is coming up. May the 10th. I cannot wait.
4: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to. Uh, I'm going to remember this is what I'm going to do. <laughs>
0: okay, very good. Okay, so you lead one to nothing, and it goes to you, Jonathan Massey. Uh, he was, uh, and we've done his birthday. I think this is a fourth year in a row because we're now on Thursdays, and we've done birthday games for every for monday tuesday wednesday thursday whatever in our four years of doing this i'm positive we've done him every year he was an all-star he was an all-american linebacker for the university of oklahoma then brian he was
6: bosworth
0: ding 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 and you got it last year i'm surprised or you knew who it was immediately mm-hmm. without much hint. brian bosworth do you remember how old he is though yeah oh, okay well I can uh,
6: give it a give it a old college try uh
0: if he gets real close are you going to give him credit
6: We'll see. We'll see. <sighs> uh, <laughs> 56. You say 56. He
0: is not 56, John Dawson. How old is the boss? 55. Oh. <sighs> he was born March 9th, 1965, so he's 58 today. 58. But you got pretty close there, Jonathan. I know John Dawson won't... Walk- but I'm going to give you credit there for uh, getting pretty You'll confident. give him nothing. <laughs> I will give him nothing. I think I just peed a little. <laughs>
4: <Dude>. Gross. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and probably I'm not. I'm still
4: steamed about the Robin Trower oh. flop off. I don't play it.
6: Anymore. In his defense, he, he probably wasn't being gross. He was probably being honest. A man, <laughs> a, a man of his age, those loud noises just get to well, him.
4: Well, there's that old saying that you don't have to tell everything you know.
0: Yeah, that's true, too. Well, it's one to one. And it goes back to you there, Dizzle. Now, I don't remember if we did this guy last year. I know you know who. Who he is uh he was uh, he had his own tv show he was a little short dude uh, he played webster oh emmanuel lewis emmanuel lewis who was name checked in a bloodhound gang song oh was he oh now i gotta find it
6: i don't think we, we can't play to. that on the air no i'm not gonna it play but uh,
0: emmanuel
4: lewis
0: bloodhound gang
6: this is
4: typing on wrns it's in Firewater. firewater burn the Marconi Award for Radio Typing goes to... Oh,
0: yeah, here it is. Uh, but if I go to hell, well, then I hope I burn well. I'll spend my days with JFK, Marvin Gaye, Martha Ray, and Lawrence Welk, and Kurt Cobain, Kojak, Mark Twain, and Jimi Hendrix guys in Webster. Yeah, Emmanuel Lewis, because he's the
4: Antichrist. That makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> I
0: know, but... It, but it See, and I can't play because I'd be afraid to the, do And then it goes, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. We don't need no
4: water. It was annoying enough when they did
0: it. <laughs> okay. Dude, tell him how much you and I were into Bloodhound Gang years ago, dude. Come on.
4: Well, some people were into heroin, but they got out of it. <laughs>
6: so. uh, I just listened to Bloodhound Gang the other day. I, sometimes I'll sing certain Bloodhound Gang songs when I'm trying to get Maris to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: John, I'll let you take this one, okay? I, I'm, it's none of my business. <laughs> it's none of your business. Uh, but do you recognize that lyric now from Firewater Water, Burn?
6: It, it, it's not really, because I don't listen to that one as much. But um, <clears throat> Now, Hell Yeah, yeah, that's my
0: favorite. I do, man. It's awesome, too.
6: <sighs>
4: so all you dozens and thousands of Bloodhound Gang fans <laughs> in eastern North Carolina.
0: I have to say, there's probably you know, it's one of my regrets. I never saw Tom Petty play live obviously i'm never going to be able to do that i <laughs> uh, didn't get to see pink floyd play live saw him
4: twice I, uh, I'm there are jealous. dvds though
0: yeah i know and i never got to see bloodhound gang play live and their their original band will never uh, probably get wasn't band that great together. i don't know man their videos are awesome dude
4: that's not has nothing to do with playing
0: yeah, live. you're right you're right okay uh webster emmanuel lewis who is the antichrist how old is he today
6: is my girl? Or is this a no, st- it is. It's oh, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have at it, John.
4: There's <laughs> too much confusion for this early in the week. <laughs> it is. I know well, it's, it's Thursday. Th- don't time. <laughs> and it's
0: early in the morning, too. Good catch. And you drove all the way to Burlington. <laughs> <laughs> Emmanuel Lewis, how old is he today over there? Webster, were you a fan of Webster? Because I liked Webster. I thought it was a pretty good show. You, why are you looking at me strangely? I thought it was a pretty good show.
4: You've now asked me four questions and I haven't been able to answer one of them. The Which answer. one would you like me to answer?
0: All of them. Who would have been There you go. That was pretty good. Okay, Webster, were you a fan? No. Really? No. Why not? I was a, a guy. <laughs> I'm a guy? Well, wow, <laughs> that didn't Massey. sound like it, did it, <laughs> Massey?
4: <laughs> I was not anti Webster.
0: Okay. You're just Webster neutral.
4: I, yeah, I was doing something else whenever Webster was on.
0: Well, very good. Emmanuel Lewis, how old is he today?
4: 43.
0: You say 43. Do you know who Webster is? No clue. 44. Uh, he was born March the 9th, 1971. He's 52 today, John Get Dawson. out of Boston. How old do you feel right now?
4: About the same.
0: <laughs> there you go. Jonathan Matthews, you take a 2-1 to lead. It goes to you. He's been the manager of the New York Yankees since 2018. It's...
6: I honestly don't know.
0: He played for the Yankees. That doesn't help at all, does it? Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone, indeed. Today is Aaron Boone's birthday. Huh. Yeah. Dude, that's scary. You're a big sports fan. You don't know who the manager of the New York Yankees is? Well, you do. I mean, you guessed it. But if I'd have given you $1,000, John Dawson, could you have named the without knowing who it was? If I'd have said, hey, John Dawson, tell me who the manager of the New York Yankees is. Could you have told me that? With a, a crisp $1,000 bill sitting right here. I'd
4: have said Elston Howard. I don't know.
0: Who's Elston Howard? I
4: think he played for me in the 50s. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Anyway. Uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, Aaron Boone, how old is he today? 52. You say 52. He's not, but I like where you were going there. Because uh, he thought I was doing the double thing, and I wasn't. But i like i
4: I hate these themes just pick some people (laughs) with the themes
0: oh aaron boone he said 52 he said 52 he is not 52
4: 51
0: he was born march the 9th 1973 he's 50 today so congratulations john dawson you tied up two to two and we have a dead person here uh, for our final one uh let's see it's a musician who passed away uh just last may 7th because i'm pretty sure we had him as a birthday a year ago. Uh,
6: da, 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 da.
0: Here you go.
1: Here comes the herd again.
0: You'd think I'd love Tillis? No, nope, but you're in the right, neck definitely the right neighborhood Campbell. no and that's a good guess too you're right in the right genre and right area for sure both of you Let we just tell you yeah mickey gillie oh okay today yeah. is mickey gillie's birthday but he died we i'm pretty sure we had him as a birthday last year but he uh passed away uh, this past may 7th so he, he's not even been dead a year i yet. think his,
4: his isn't his club gillie's in texas still that's one, it was, is. one of the most famous nightclubs on the earth indeed it is was it in that movie, Urban Cowboy, with John Travolta?
0: Uh, no, I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yes, Mickey Gilly, John Dawson, is your guess. Uh, if he were still alive today, if he had not succumbed to uh, death uh, less, less than a year ago, how old would he be today? I always thought his music was pretty good. I mean, he's country. He's, he's, he's legit country. Yeah. Um... 84 you say 84 this is for the win jonathan massey how old would mickey gilly be if he were alive today 83 ah you went the wrong way congratulations john dawson he was born march 9th 1936 so he would be 87 today if he were still alive unfortunately he's not but hey fortunate for you john dawson you win today you are now up four days to three
4: I think every uncle I had had a Mickey Gilley 8-track in their car at some <laughs> point in the 70s.
0: I think every one of our the next generation above us. My dad listened to Mickey Gilley. I mean, he was a, a fan of he him. He had a
4: great cowboy hat. But he, he had one that had the feather in the front, didn't he?
0: I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Listen, uh, local birthday, relatively local birthday, former Parrot Academy head basketball coach Clay Harrell. He's now coaching in, Mil- uh, in, Where did I get, in Wilson. I am I guess because the W is an M upside down, maybe?
4: I told you to. Uh, never mind. I can't <laughs> say that. There.
0: Okay. But ha- happy birthday, Coach Harrell. He's a big NASCAR fan. We'll be seeing him up in North Wilkesboro here in a couple of months at the All-Star Race. You do know I'm doing the show live. Like how I'm doing the show live from Greensboro today, or actually from Burlington today. Uh, I'm going to be doing it live from uh, Galax, Virginia, from my hotel room as we're going to the North Wilkesboro... Why has Jonathan passed out over there?
6: Uh, you started talking about NASCAR, and it just sent me into a lull. <laughs> Dude, I love NASCAR, man.
0: I'm, I'm beginning to get my love back for it. But anyway, uh, but uh, Clay Harrell, big NASCAR fan, too, and just a, a great guy. Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to everybody else. If today is your birthday here on March the 9th, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow again live from uh, from burlington tomorrow here on the birthday game presented by Goeco office automation
4: and now robin trower and
0: you can't beat that a little robin trower here to uh wrap up this edition of uh the birthday game again thank you so much to our good friends over at uh At Goeco Office Automation, Uh, Jacques Passelet and Goeco Office Automation for sponsoring the birthday game. Also, want to thank uh, Lenore Community College. For almost 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of their students through affordable accessible and innovative educational programs thank you so much to lcc for being the title sponsor of the brian hank show i also want to thank brett kennedy scott whittington and uh, shane alvey for our first hour coming up here in our second hour those two again and harlan Neal on the brian hank show presented by lenore community college